1: Here we go in the preseason finale Knicks take on the Wizards. No KP. KP ducked the smoke. He, he sat out through the rest. But nevertheless, Knicks face a tough, tough Wizards team who uh, wouldn't quit tonight. But they came away victorious. 105-89. Led by the Block Ness Monster, Mitchell Robinson. Our new point guard, Jalen Brunson. And RJ Broadway Barrett. Some injury updates as well. And we're going to talk about everything. man lock in to everybody in the chat once again hit that thumbs up button for you boys nicks post game live presented by manscaped cp the franchise jd sports talk on the ones and twos on this friday night let's get right into it man let's get right into it all right preseason finally over we're ready for the regular season, but nevertheless, let, let's talk about um, some takeaways tonight, bro. Let's talk about some takeaways. You know, Mitch, I saw some chatter about my guy, Mitch, over the past two preseason games.
2: They're pretty quiet in the chat.
1: They're pretty quiet in the in, chat. In, in, our, in our group. Our yeah. group. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, the slack is quiet. <laughs> I did see some, some murmuring in, in, in the YouTube chat. I won't name names. But nevertheless... You saw the third quarter that he had against the Pacers, and you saw it in the first quarter today. Four offensive rebounds in the first quarter alone. Nine offensive rebounds in the game. 12 boards in all. 20 points for the block Nest monster. Best performance of the preseason. He looks to be in regular season four. And to me, look, Taj is our guy. Taj can't hold him. He always seems to play well against Daniel Gafford. As soon as Gafford got the bag, I felt like Mitch was had a chip on his shoulder. He always seems to have come up big against Daniel Gafford, if you notice. But nevertheless, tonight Mitch showed you why he's so valuable to this team in, in many respects. One, as a starter, again on the offensive glass. They were able to find him early for the lobs. Fournier found him for Gotham Lob. RJ, I believe Brunson was able to feed him, and he was able to convert well. But I think also you see that when he's not out there, the second unit is missing him tremendously because Harten, Hartenstein isn't as much of a rim protector and Sims, we'll see where his minutes come in, but nevertheless, neither one of those guys can give you that type of impact. Look, looked very good on both ends. I mean, you he, he had the one play where he, uh, he, he catches the ball in the dunker spot, dunks the ball, then runs back on the other end. And, uh, blocks a shot he got called for a gold 10, but nevertheless the hustle you saw that hustle and he seems to be in good shape out there so so good job by Mitch and what I'm saying about Mitch is that you know his impact is felt when he's on the court but even when he's off because you're starting to see that with this second unit with Hartenstein and with Obi you miss that rim protection Sims is not going to be out there for as many minutes especially with the signing of a Hartenstein and so the rebounding and the blocked shots and the rim protection is sorely missed when Mitch isn't out there. And it's not just blocking shots, but it's also intimidating shots, altering shots, making guys think twice before t- taking it into, into the hole. So good job by Mitch really enforcing his will out there. And he, he looks to be in regular season shape. J.D., what do you think, man? I mean, he,
2: after Jalen Brunson, you know, you got R.J. up there. Defensively, uh, Mitch probably is their best. Has been their best performer here in the preseason. Yeah, and I think the most encouraging part of his preseason um, is is probably his 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 mental. Um, he seems to be locked in already. Yeah. Um, on the post game, on the court, on his interview, he mentioned that you know they came into this game uh, wanting to take this last game very seriously. Uh, so when a player says that going into a game your mindsets a certain way and that he performs. um that means he bought into what the the goal was for tonight. And I think that's encouraging for for the franchise, uh, for the head coach and for the team because of his past history. you know, Mitch has dealt with, you know immaturity questions, uh, conditioning yeah. questions, you know, things that are off the court that he can control. And so going now into the season, into the whole um into the uh, season opener, he's been able to attack those things that he can control. And that, to me, shows a guy that, and I'll tell you, CP, you know, it was one of the question marks for me because after he signed that contract, you know, even though we felt we needed to do it, there still were, you know, some yeah. people shook. Like, yeah. I don't know how Mitch is gonna respond. You know, will he sign? And then will he take the rest of the summer off? Right. Uh, you know, but it looks like, you know, the contract is just a part of his career. And I am just very um, encouraged by the way he's mentally attacked preseason and going into the season. Yeah. Um, I think that's where the Knicks are most encouraged from. Is you know when Tibbs first became a coach, remember you know they didn't even grant him the starting job. You know, you know Tibbs was saying some things, maybe trying to play with you know his his psychology to get him to buy in. And you know this preseason after tonight, he has twenty. Offensive rebounds in total in only four games.
3: Strong.
2: I mean, that's impressive. And, you know, I had mentioned before with Hartenstein, this is why Tibbs values guys like Mitch, you know, is the rim protection, is the ability to play defense, yeah. the ability to cover for mistakes. Um, and I like his his mentality of how aggressive he is. He always you know as you mentioned plays like this against Daniel Gafford I think also because Gafford's an athletic center he's also right. a shot blocker right so maybe the compare the similarities in their game sometimes you want to show the other player like no you know we have similar skill sets but I'm better than you yeah and so um I also like that uh, for Mitch and I, I, I can't wait for for the home opener because he's gonna have a tough matchup to start out and he can show continue to show some of that
1: value. Big time, big time matchup against Stephen Adams and, and you're right, you know the contract, a lot of people were still question the contract, whether it was worth it. The durability concerns are always going to be there until he can get through, you know, could he get through 75% of a season? I think that would be ideal. Let's see how he improves from the free throw line. Tonight, uh, Was he about, one for four? What would Mitch do? Two, two for four. four. Two for four. Okay, 50%. So, you know, two steals, two blocks for Mitch, though. But, you know, I, I thought tonight he he, w- he was solid. So, good job by him. And as you said, it seems like his approach this year, he seems to be a lot more locked in and ready. Seems so ready to go both mentally and physically. So that's all you can ask for. You knock on wood that he can stay healthy and stay durable for as long as he can and continue to help this team. And another area where I felt like he was kind of effective, especially earlier in the game, was setting screens. We talked about that on the show last night in our player expectations show. We talked about, uh, we we went through the list of the top 10 um, centers in terms of screen assists. And Gobert continues to be at the top of that list. You look at guys like Demontis Sabonis and Nikola Vucevic, those guys being able to set screens, freeing their guys up and creating offense that way, not through passing the ball, but creating space for their guards and the wings to create for themselves. And and that means a lot because, again, you look at a Gobert who has been at the top of the league for a long time now. That really impacts an offense, and and that really impacted the the Jazz's offense when he was there. And so, um, you know, Mitch, I think that should be a goal of his. Can he crack the top 10, the top 15 in terms of screen assists? I think that would be very helpful because that gets him more lobs, and that also gets, you know, Brunson more opportunities, especially in the mid-range if RJ can shoot better from there or, you know, attack and finish better as he has been, that'll get him some better looks. So it helps the offense overall if Mitch can set a lot better screens. But overall, good job by him. And one quick thing I
2: wanted to say uh, is, um, you know, to his conditioning, you know, I think the other positive is we haven't seen any reports of him missing practice. Um, And, you know, remember that that, uh, last season where he always has these, like, Weird falls or he tweaks this and that. I haven't seen much of that in in in. I mean it's only four games, but I think when you combine the way that he's played on the court and also in practice, it does again doesn't seem like he's missed the practice. He just looks to be in a better position to have a better start than he did last season.
1: Yeah. No, no question about it. Uh on to Brunson. You know, our guys, uh Alan Hahn, Bill Pito and, and Wiley on on the MSG postgame said it best. Seems like he's been here a long time, man. I mean, of course, we still got to give these guys time to gel. It's still preseason. But as the floor general, he's taking a rock and and he's running with it. Like, yo, listen, I'm here. This is how this thing is going to orchestrate. And he's he's doing a solid job, man. He's fishing as hell tonight. 10 of 15 from the field, 3 of 5 from downtown, 27 points. Had an excellent third quarter, 11 points in the third quarter. He was mixing it up, finishing strong on his drives. Knocked down some nice threes, couple in transition. Brunson's looking great, man. He's looking every bit as advertised for this offense, and it's a good sign. 27 points, five dives, four rebounds for Brunson tonight.
2: And, you know, we talked about Randall. you know, in the past in terms of the previous teams, as Randall goes, the Knicks go. I think that may change this season in terms of as Brunson goes, the I'll Knicks go. So last game, right, CP, last game, he did shoot as well from the floor, and his game is efficiency. And then you saw how last game, the way the offense and the start alignment just didn't sink. Well, that to me, after you see what happens tonight when he's 10 of 16 and three of five from three, you just see how just everything just clicks. Um, and then the respect level that the defense gives to him allows for other players to get better shots. And that's how you're gonna see his leadership. You know, he has five assists. He's not gonna be a, you know, an eight, nine, ten assist guy. But by him, you know, uh goal, being so efficient and then being a threat in isolation, it's just gonna naturally flow into everyone else getting shots. You know, um, his IQ as well. There was a play where he he set a pick and roll with Mitch by the sideline and that allowed Mitch um, to to create, to be a threat because you're so close to the basket and have, calling for a pick and roll uh, closer to the basket that makes Mitch a threat whereas if you're going too far from the basket you allow a player to, to not respect Mitch as a perimeter threat. Yeah. When Brunson called that play I just said this guy just knows his teammates. He knows how to make other teammates a threat as well to open um, him up for what was a teardrop two-pointer. So it's him also just understanding his teammates. Um, But as a leader, he talked about, you know, he's not the most vocal guy, but he's going to lead with his play. Well, you see how, you know, to me, it looks like his teammates respect him. And if he continues to play like this, um, that respect level is only going to grow, you know, more and more. And, He's going to be one of the players we're going to lean on, um, I think, especially in close games because he's just so experienced, even even as a young player at only 26 years old.
1: No no question about it. And uh, you saw a nice outlet, to, a nice dime to RJ in the corner, you know, off of some Brunson passes, off the Brunson drives, which I believe is going to be another strength. You know, the the gravity, the attention that he demands or commands on his drives. It's gonna open things up, man. It's gonna open things up for RJ Julius. Whether it's Forty Eight Grimes, everybody's gonna be able to benefit off of that. And I believe you said it on um, on a previous show. You know the fact that other teams are gonna to have to take this guy seriously as a point guard and guard him. You know we we've heard it in the off season, the amount of respect that he he's gotten across the league for his talent and his skill set. A lot of guys say you know don't sleep on this guy. The fact that He's gonna make other point guards in this league work. John Morant's gonna get tested. Uh, Trey Young is gonna get tested. So that's gonna be another plus for us, man. Just having another threat out there at the point of attack. It's gonna it's gonna really benefit this offense.
2: Yeah, he he's going to um, he's going to attack. Uh, I think from day one, he's gonna go in and attack John Morant. Um, I I don't think Brunson, you know, being in New York. Uh, just having some of that New York personality within him. I don't think he looks at any night and he looks at the other side of the court and a name that's flashy than the other. I think he's going to treat the opponent, every single point in the same way. In other words, he's not going to allow the opponent to dictate the way he wants to play. He's going to be aggressive. Um, and, you know, by the way this preseason has been, he's going to look to score. Um, and he can get that freedom, CP, because he, you know, he's efficient. Yeah. So when you have a guy that's efficient, that's that looks to be aggressive, but also does it within the flow of the offense, um, and he makes the quick move, so he doesn't waste any time, then you know you 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 give him that that freedom and you allow him to to you know to be a floor general.
1: Yeah, n- no question about it, man. His addition is going to be key for us. Definitely feeling it so far. So shout out to Brunson, great game by him. Uh, let's talk about R.J. Man. The shot is looking good. R.J. coming into this game shooting 50% from three. Another efficient night for R.J., man. Six of 13 from the field, four of seven from downtown, three of five from the stripe, 19 points, 12 rebounds for R.J., two dimes. And look, yes, it's only preseason, but look, he's looking like the guy that was averaging 24 and six in the second half last year. I mean, things are just coming real smooth, real easy for RJ. I love the fact that he's he's knocking down threes off of the catch and shoot. He looks to, looks to be real comfortable in the corners, which, again, off of those Brunson drives is going to be key. RJ's looking fairly good, man, on the offensive side. He's looking pretty good. And you said the second half, and from the three-point line, CP, he's looking like the guy from
2: two years ago at 40%.
1: That's right.
2: You know, going into tonight, he was uh, shooting 47% from three, and with – Four or seven from three tonight, that's only going to tick up a little bit. So, you know, he's going to go into the season in four games shooting over 47% from three. And to me, that's one of the biggest positives, CP, because, you know, it's preseason. But now the real thing starts and the Grizzlies are going to look at this and they're going to try to find ways, you know, okay, Brunson. You know, it's good, but how, what do we do with the rest of the team? You know, who are we going to leave open or who do we attack more? And when we talked about the construction of this starting lineup, not the most athletic in my opinion, um, we're, you know, we're going to see how the fit is. Julius, you know, who struggled from three tonight. that was one of my concerns going into the season is after Brunson, you know, if Fournier or Grimes is in the starting lineup, where else do we go for space, you know, creation for for shooting? And RJ to me was the wild card yeah. because, you know, I just, you know, the with the Randall we'll see, but RJ's a wing player. That's another player in the perimeter. So when your perimeter players can shoot, just makes it much easier for your point guard to, to operate. And him showing improvement this early, because again, it's preseason, but guess what? If he would have struggled from three tonight's show, we would have been saying, you know, We're still, we're we're still seeing, we don't know, will his shooting come around during the season? So although it's preseason, I'd rather see what I've seen because that also tells me that he worked really hard this off season. Shout out to Drew Hanlon. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to see it, you know, transfer hopefully into the season. He just looks a little bit more polished. Um, he looks more comfortable. Again, we talked about, you know, Brunson having that effect. It just seems like With Brunson there, he just feels like he has a little bit more pressure and he can just focus on other areas just because he doesn't have the pressure to be the only playmaker, you know, as far as the starting lineup.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, man. And another area, the drives are looking cleaner too, man. The finishing, the finishing on the drives are looking cleaner. You saw a nice one where he switched it left to right with a euro step, finished with the right hand, drew the contact and the foul. Had another one, a nice lefty scoop layup in, in contact. And so it, it, the, the the finishes are looking uh, a lot better than last year as well, man. So give credit to RJ, as you said, uh, those were some of the areas that he's working on, and he's been looking good. He's definitely looking good, man. Looking comfortable, looking more polished, as you said, and and confident. No doubt about it. Can't
2: wait. Can't, can't wait to see him. Um, you know, opening night. I, I, you know, it's going to be a theme because we play a very a very good team. Right, right from the get go, we're going to play a very athletic team. So all these guys tonight, all individually, they all have interesting matchups. So yeah. can't wait to see it. On, can't wait uh, on Wednesday.
1: Can't can't wait, man. But you know. With the the starting five kind of being obviously the biggest question mark because of the addition of Brunson, because of uh, we want to see Ken Julius rebound and can RJ find some more efficiency, how those guys will fit so far. Again, preseason, it's it's looked okay, it's looked okay. They're trying to play faster. We've seen some some opportunities for them getting out in transition and running some some nice fast breaks. You've seen Brunson out there finding RJ, RJ knocking it down, RJ finding his spots. Julius has been playing faster. He's giving off the ball. He's trying to get guys going rather than holding on to the ball. And so I, I like how unselfishly, these guys are approaching this right we're not we're not going to you know crown them you know clean chemistry and everything like that because it's only preseason all i'll say is i like the approach so far of how they're they're getting their offense
2: yeah they 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 certainly if we're just going to evaluate it by these four games they certainly look much more ready than the bench yeah. um i think if if we're going to you know I guess, overreact. Uh, uh, we're looking at the bench as, as something that, we're, you know, hopefully gets better as the season begins. Uh, but the starting five, they look much better um, together. And uh, I, I, think, I think they're ready. Um, you know, a lot of those guys work together, you know, Brunson and Randall. Um, definitely worked uh, together a lot in the offseason in certain activities and, and workouts that we saw. Um, so they they started early to build some some chemistry. Um, and I think also, you know, throughout training camp, uh, most of those guys being healthy, being able to, to, to practice together has contributed to that. Um, and then, you know, when you look at the minutes tonight, you know, especially the rotations, you know, not seeing McBride, not seeing, you know, even Cam. Cam only played nine minutes, and yeah. I think eight of those wasn't were in the first half. He did, I don't think um, he came in the second
1: half and gave yeah, it all the
2: grimes. He came in like the last minute of garbage time is when yeah. he came in. So I look like Tibbs tried to give somewhat of a semi-regular season feel tonight in terms of the way that he managed um, some of these minutes. And when I look at Fournier only getting 16 as opposed to everyone else, that might be some, you know, the way that he goes where, you know, uh, teams do that, do this a lot in the center position. You know, the Clippers do that a lot with Zubak, where he starts, uh, but he only ends up playing like 16, 18 minutes mm-hmm. um, because of the other combinations that they want to see. We, You may see that with this team where Fournier, yes, Fournier could be the starter to go into the season but that doesn't mean that he's going to play 30 minutes where everyone else, right. You know, he's just going to start to get you some type of shooting to, to begin. And then, you know, you're going to see him with, you know, long stretches on the bench. So, I mean, that's the signals, you know, Tibbs gave throughout preseason and especially tonight, because it definitely looked like he wanted to give Grimes some minutes with the starters. And uh, I can't wait to see it happen.
1: No, no question about it. And on that injury front, I haven't have you seen an update on Obi? Obi left the game. Looked like when he shot a three pointer, he he his his momentum carried him back and he stepped on either a cameraman or a fan's foot. So it looked like he either tweaked his foot, tweaked his ankle or something, but Obi left the game limping a little bit. We'll see what the reports say on that. And then conversely, Quentin Grimes came back from his foot injury. Came back late in the second quarter, about six minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, but as you said, whether it was the second quarter, or late in the fourth, he got. He was in with the starters, played heavy minutes with with, with the starters. So yeah, as you said, it seems like tapes is trying to get him some run. Obviously, offensively he was rusty. Defensively, he was trying to do his thing, be to be a pest out there and get after it. Offensively rusty, but nevertheless, uh, from a playing time standpoint, got logged a lot of minutes w- with that starting unit. So could be a sign of things to come.
2: Yeah, and I think you know tonight there's not much on the box score that he he provided uh an assist a rebound he only took two shots missed both three point shots um they were they were good shots i liked the rhythm and everything just didn't make it um I, you know it's it's tonight was more of a conditioning run um for for from him as a player but from a coaching standpoint it was more of trying to get him to play with the starters Um, And and see how just how that looks. You know, this is the only tonight was the only opportunity to take a look at that. So uh, Tibbs, if he wanted to see just how the team operated with him, you know, tonight was the only night to do it before the season begins. So, um, you know, I'm glad that he got minutes uh, because he's a young player. You see this difference between young players and veterans you know, young players come back from injury, they, they're they going to need a little bit of time, CP. They're going to need a few games. They're going to yeah. need a few runs just because these are things they never been, you know, they've never been there before. You know, Fournier is much more likely to miss a week and come back and just know what spot to go, know where to be, um, and and, and not lose much of his rhythm. Grimes is his first time going through a lot of this stuff um, and some adversity here. So, um, you know, we'll see. I think the most interesting part as we begin the season is going to be, Now, you know, there's no more experimenting, right? We're getting, we're, 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 we're for real now. We're go time. So (laughs) we're going to see how these minutes and rotations go. You know, was this all just, you know, uh, uh, load management for, for Derek Rose and then, you know, opening night, he's playing 24 minutes. We don't know, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see. And, uh, you know, we'll find out soon
1: absolutely man so to everybody in the chat once again hit that thumbs up button for you boys the number one show for the fans by the fans is back man this is Nick's post game live presented by Manscaped CPJD on the ones and twos on this Friday night man Uh, hit that thumbs up button for you boys hit that like button and share this video right now share it on Twitter email your friend email your grandma let her know the number one show for the fans by the fans is back running and gunning we had a little audio difficulties but that can't slow us down man all we have to do was unplug it and plug it back in. You know what I mean? The old Nintendo trick, J.D., sometimes work on all the electronics. You know what I'm saying? I told you, the, gri- the Grizzlies are, they're, they're already trying to play mind games. They're That's trying it. to get us off our game. Grizzlies fan you know I mean?
2: TV was they're, trying to throw us off. Out. Yeah. You, you saw, you saw that tweet, there, right? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Talking about enjoy your weekend, New York Knicks. Yeah. I, I hope we win, and then I hope yeah. the Knicks Twitter account quote tweets that tweet and says, I hope you enjoy your night
1: (laughs) too. Oh, you already know the smoke is coming. (laughs) And I think we're going to win that game anyway, man. Uh, Let Mm -hmm. me salute some of the Super Chats that have come in. Shout out to Darth Hayes. $10 Super Chat says, starters uh, go better. Go better. See Brunson, RJ, all-star ready. Randall is balling. EV or Quentin Grimes. We good. EV meaning Evan Fournier. He says, uh, we're good at shooting guard. Bench mob, got to get it together. If we win at home and beat the teams we should beat at home on the road, I see a sixth seed. Any concerns uh, on the bench play? It's been a little up and down. What did you think about the bench? Tonight, you know, it seemed like they had it going. Well, the starters had it going in the first. When the bench came in is when the game – Got back close. The Bench really got their wizards back into the game. Didn't really play well. What would you think? You know, I don't know, CP. I mean, I, th- these are
2: young guys. So it's like, you know, is, is this slow start part of, you know, the young guys, you know, just, you know, getting getting some rhythm together. Um, again, you know, Rose is a wild card to me. He just is because, you know, th- there was a game that he didn't play. There was another game where he didn't play much. So, like, even at the guard rotation, you saw uh, just different variations where these guys are just not used to it. Like, tonight, you saw quickly come off the bench early and play with Brunson. You know, it looked like Tiz maybe wanted to see that. Let me get quickly more minutes with Brunson. Um, And and, and so that was a different uh, wrinkle tonight. So um, I I just think we won't know until the season starts because then we're going to see – you know, what is going to be the stability of this bench? Is it going to be Rose and IQ uh, exclusively, or is what we saw this preseason with Rose? Is that what we're going to see? You know, eight, 10, 12, 14 minutes, you know, as he's going to be 34 years old. Um, you know, as far as, you know, quickly, you know, he he, he struggled again, I think, tonight yeah. in terms of shooting um, and, and not much after that. I mean, he did have nine rebounds, three assists, but it, it's more about, Again, and it's going to be the ongoing thing, I think with Quickly is going to be two things. Who he plays with. Is he the point guard that night as the one? Or is he the off guard with a Rose, with the Brunson? I think once he knows what his role is for the night, he has to make sure that he adapts to that and he switches his mentality, whether he's an aggressor or whether he's he's more of a playmaker. I think once he figures that rhythm out, you're going to see more consistency in his play, um, and and then you know and then with Hartenstein, two of seven, um, you know didn't hit a three, so everybody was just inconsistent, you know and 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 there's there's a lot of players on this bench, CP because if Hartenstein doesn't have it going, you could go to Sims if if you know you you have a lot of you know young guys here on the bench, so it, it to me is is a wait and see and 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 you know Obi's hurt tonight, will he you know is this something serious? We'll see. But these guys on the bench, that's the number one thing, though. They have to hit shots. And I've said it, especially with O of 3 tonight from three. You see the difference when he hits perimeter shots and when he doesn't in terms of how his impact is on the floor. If he can hit some shots, everything else will will, will be much better for himself and for the team.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that, man. I, I think Quick is still kind of trying to figure it out, trying to find his balance. You know, last game against the the Pacers, he was more shot heavy this game. He was distributed a little bit more. He, as he said, he's been trying to work on that layup package. You didn't see as much of, this, of the floater. He was trying to drive and and, and finish with, with some layups. Had a couple of in the mid range. Overall, what well, wasn't too good. Hartenstein, I think you, you're going to get some up and down games. Last game against the Pacers, offensively, he was good. Obviously, in crunch time, there was a little bit of uh, defensive breakdowns that let the Pacers back into the game. I think, as you said, Sims may not be totally out of this rotation because there's still going to be nights where you're going to need some more boards, effective boards, impactful boards, and better defense, better rim protection. And Hartenstein just seems like it could be, you know, he's going to be inconsistent in that regard. Some nights he's going to have it, and some nights he's just not. And so I don't think Sims is going to be completely out of it Obi, as you said, I, I definitely agree with. Got to be really depend. His minutes are really going to depend on, um, you know, him knocking down some shots. What do you go for? Oh, three for nine tonight. Oh, for three from downtown. Six points and four rebounds. And as we said, he left the game um, with some sort of uh, uh, lower leg injury. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But I th- I th- I think Rose is going to get some minutes, man. Because he, so you see,
2: so you so you basically think you know when we. When we start this off, Rose is gonna be yeah. gonna be a big part of this rotation. I, I
1: think Rose, I think Rose is still gonna be a big part of it. Now, he, th- th- I think they'll still find their spots to, you know, issue some low management. You know, whether it's a game that do do they really need him here? Can they afford to give him a rest? Yes. But in you know, in a Memphis game, Rose is playing. You know, and and you playing.
2: see it, CP, oh. like even like you've seen it throughout this preseason. Not, not much minutes, but You see it in certain possessions with Rose where they're they're looking for a play, right? They're looking for a shot. They're passing it around. Nobody can get nowhere. Quickly makes a move. Tried to get by his guy. He Mm -hmm. doesn't get it. He throws it back out. And it seems like when they're in trouble, they give it to Rose and Rose just makes a play. Rose just can get by his defender. Even at this age. Like, Yeah, like even when things get in trouble and the shot clock is winding down, He is a guy that can still get you a shot, whether it's by himself in isolation or for your team. And Mm -hmm. that right there could be very important for this team throughout the season, especially off the bench, because quickly still has these moments where I guess depends on the defender. There's some guys that he has a little bit more trouble just getting by than others. So by having Rose, you know, be in that extra guard, it can give you know, your bench, another guy that can just create some shots. You have Brunson at the starting lineup, and then you could have Rose on the bench. So I think for for Tibbs, he's gonna favor that if Rose is healthy and if he feels that Rose can still get a lot of minutes. And, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see as, as we begin the season.
1: 1,500 in the chat, man. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new and we will shout you guys out. Also, as we talk about preseason being over, as we segue into the regular season, ladies and gentlemen, all roads are leading to the Forty Forty club on Wednesday, October 19th, Knicks versus Grizzlies watch party, Knicks fan TV live, pregame, halftime, and postgame, CPJD, Alex, a host of others is going to be ridiculous, make sure you come through 21 and up, got to be 21 and up. But (laughs) free entry with RSVP, man. All you got to do is go to betkftv.com to enter. That's it. You guys got to show up, man. If you guys are in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Tri-State area, make sure you guys pull up. We've been getting a lot of good news over the week, man. We've been getting a lot of calls, a lot of people calling up. CP, I got to be there. CP, this is such and such from so-and-so. We will be there. I'm telling you guys right now. Forty Forty Club is going to be the place to be on Wednesday night. Trust and believe it is going to be stellar. And the Knicks are going to win. I'm already proclaiming. I'm already claiming victory, Broadway Joe style. So it's going to be a good night. And on top of that, JD, I spoke to our guys at Bad MGM. And basically, they said, listen, we got a lot of people already RSVPing. What we're going to do is we're going to give away two tickets to the Knicks versus Pistons game at MSG. But in order to win, you got to be there to claim your tickets. Mm, so make sure gotta you're RSVP. you RSVP. You got to be there. So make sure you RSVP. You come through on Wednesday, and you have a chance to win two tickets to Friday night at MSG. Knicks fan TV, the gift that keeps on giving, man. That's, that's just what it is, bro.
2: I mean, Manhattan, 40-40 club. Yeah. You know, Jay-Z, hopefully hopefully, doesn't come with a Brooklyn jersey if he decides to surprise us. I I
1: already told Hove. I said, Hope, you know, (laughs) no foot tricks, Hove. you know what I'm saying? I said, you could come through, maybe we'll get you on, you know, maybe we we find a window for you, but just don't come through with no next gear, you know what I'm saying? I like like how you're telling him you can come through. Yeah. (laughs) Already already worked that out with Hove. As if that's not his spot. You can come through if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Already worked that out with Hove, man. we good to go. And yeah, definitely. Everybody show up, man. Let's make a statement.
4: Yeah.
2: Let 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 us show them how Knicks Nation, how we move. Yeah. Um. And there's no better night than opening night. No better um, night than opening night, man. You know, we'll be able to have some shows and 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 the the ticket giveaway, man. It's a yeah. big night, big night to to meet some fans and network and you know talk about the Knicks.
1: Absolutely, man. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have a ton of giveaways. I got a lot of people that uh, want to give away some stuff, some prizes. And so it's going to be a great night. Shout out to the rhyme animal Chuck D in the building. Everybody throw a hashtag P-E in the chat. And uh, let me shout out Chuck Super Chat. Give me a second. Give me a second here. And Chuck says... brunson carves that floor with pace and balance he scores effortlessly in the game like zeke thomas who could always get 30 jb seems satisfied with 18 per i hope the team doesn't get stat envy at him shout out to chuck man yeah definitely seems like you know some nights could be in the teens, and some nights he's like that you know 27 efficient 10 or 15 from the floor Chuck also says when players play together three, four years, it can go two ways, either culture or crash. Familiarity for us seems to work with the TIB system. I see it. All right. Well, let's see, man. Let's hope they can get it together. But obviously, definitely appreciate uh, uh, the OG Chuck D. Shout out to Flashy. Flashy Super Chat says uh, first round on me 4040. Flashy, are you buying the bar for the first drink? We're going to hold you to it, man. We're going to hold you to it. Pull up on me. <laughs> Flashy said he's buying the bar for the first drink. So that is going to be pretty interesting. Shout out to Flashy, man. Looking forward to that one as well. Let's see who's in our team hashtag news tonight. Shout out to Ernesto Salcedo, team hashtag new. Shout out to Ernesto and everybody else. Okay. Let's check back if, if we got Rambo back. Okay. I'm. I'm hearing that we have Rambo back, but uh, he's talking to he's talking to um, Edgar in the green room. So in the meantime, we'll go to Nashville. Let's go to Nashville. Boyd from Nashville. Boyd, what's going on?
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed.
7: What's good, bro? What's good, man? I was calling in, dude, because I'm sitting here and I'm watching the game. And I like, I like what I see with Branson. Honestly, I already knew what he was. He's a dog. Um, my only worry is, honestly, is Fournier and Grimes. Mm. Like, I don't know how we're gonna work that situation out. I love Fournier; and he spreads the floor. But Quinn Grimes is like, yo, how many minutes we gonna get Fournier instead of Quinn Grimes, bro?
5: Yeah.
1: Uh, I, I think it'll work out, man. From, from, from every interview that you hear from Tibbs, even going back to last year, he's very high on Quentin Grimes, man. He's very high on Quentin Grimes. And so I think it's, just, it's only a matter of time before he's implanted as a starter. But as JD just said earlier, you could see a situation where even if Fournier does start, Grimes still logs more minutes over the course of the game and finishes. Uh, you know, there were a lot of games last year that that I, I that Fournier did not finish. Was. There were a lot of games last year Fournier did not finish. And so I think you, you could still ha see that situation. I think Grimes will will absolutely get his fair share of minutes, I think, early. Uh he's he's gonna get his fair share of minutes, no question.
7: I think so too. How do y'all feel the offense looks, you know, with Brunson being in, in there? When I was watching the highlights from the past couple of games, man, mm-hmm. it seems like Having a porn guard with the, the ability to move the ball, like it just, it's a different type of swagger out there on the court for us right now. I think LJ Barrett's going to open up for a lot for him as well, too.
1: I agree. It's looking smooth so far, only preseason. But one thing is for sure is that just having a Brunson out there, it's its just refreshing, man, because he makes sound decisions. There's limited turnovers. You know, yeah, he had a couple tonight, but very limited turnovers, makes sound decisions. You know, as they said, you can't speed him up. He's got Julius kind of settled down a little bit. Julius is playing fast. He's giving the ball up. RJ finding his spots. They're playing very unselfishly right now. You know, some nights is balanced. Hey, I
7: noticed
1: that. Tonight, Brunson had his 27. Mitch had his 20. RJ had his 21. They're getting some balance out of that starting lineup, man. So I think so far it looks pretty good.
7: Okay, I would just take on what y'all thought, man. I'm still, I'm not going to lie to you. Now look, I love Julius. I love Julius to death. I swear I do. But if someone come knocking with a good deal, man, I'm sorry. I might have to take it. <laughs> well, I, I love Julius, bro. But it just, yeah. sometimes it's just like, bro, it's just like, I'm not calling him on the Russell Westbrook type of thing. But it's just sometimes I feel like the game is just going way too fast in his mind when it can just slow down just a little bit. Yeah. Well,
1: listen, man, I, I think they're a long way away from, you know, finding a uh, a sound deal right now I think your best bet is is to hope that he just pe- plays well on this team and and because of where yeah, they are because of the team that they put together your best bet is to see Julius play well and that they can make the playoffs or something I think that's the best bet
7: yeah I think so too how many wins do you think we get getting this year
1: I'm going 42 man how about you what do you think man
7: Ooh, don't do it like that, bro. Don't do it like that. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta
1: stick with it, man. Give me, give me, give me your number real quick, and then we'll get to JD. I
7: got you. I got you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm shooting high. I'm not gonna lie. I think we gonna mess around. I think we get on a run. I think defensively we start locking in. I think we're around forty nine fifty, and I think we're a Ooh. little bit deeper than we really Dang. think and we expect. I think we found a rotation.
1: We've got a fifty burger here, JD. Now that, that's a perfect segue <laughs> for you, man. Let's go. <laughs> Well, he might be by himself on that day. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't know. Man, I got I I got so tired of griddle last last year, man, and, and, and my grill staying stuck in the storage room. I I'm I'm done. I'm done with that. Um I think, man, I knew he was going high because once they start explaining it yeah. before they say the dub, like yeah, you went yeah. right to it. You said 42.
1: Yeah. Um. Once it once he hits you with the well, you knew yeah. he, he was going high. He was going high. <laughs> with it. He knew he was going high with it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna
2: say 40, uh, 40, 45 wins. If if okay. if they're healthy, if they're healthy, I think you know they they won thirty seven I believe last season, and it was like a clunky thirty seven because of certain rotations. Burks playing the point guard, a lot of. Ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking at it. If if they're mostly healthy throughout the season, and and Brunson is is who I think he's going to be, and 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 is also dependent on these young guys taking another step. I think they can get up to to
1: 45 for sure. Okay, I'm gonna say, let's just throw these teams out there, right? I think the Bucks will be in the top three. Obviously, I'm gonna put
2: are them. You, are you, are, you, are you
4: sure
1: They're they, they didn't win
2: a preseason game, CP. They went zero and five. Um, yeah, I'm not worried about that, man. That'll, that'll be Giannis. Giannis said the same thing. We're yeah. not worried.
1: Yeah, the freak is coasting. <laughs> he, he went all out in Eurobasket. He's chilling right now. I think they'll be back right there. Number two, around that two. Wait, you're, are you giving us your seeds? I'm, giving, I'm, us- I'm, I'm giving some projections. Seed projections. Uh-huh. Where where we may fall in a range? Okay, so I say Bucks won, right? Okay, Philly's looking type strong. I'm gonna put the Sixers up there. I like the I like the upgrades. I like T uh, PJ Melton. I think Harden's gonna be motivated. Maxie's gonna take another step up. Embiid is Embiid. I think Philly's gonna be strong. So I'm putting them within that two top you know top three. What happens with Boston with no Robert Williams for four to eight weeks? Their bench is looking, I mean, they just signed Noah Vonley, bro. They are looking funny in the light, man. I don't trust them. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's not automatic that just because, you know, team went to the finals one day. It's not automatic that they just jump back. And with the Udoka thing, who knows what this new coach is going to be made of? Can they keep it together? I don't know. Some, something tells me they're coming back to the pack a little bit. Mm. Something tells me they come back to the pack a little bit. So, I, so something tells me, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put some respect on them. So I'll, I'll put them in the in that top three for right now, just for right now. Okay, where are you where are we putting the Nets? Let's take our hater caps off and and think <laughs> with, with logic. Where are we where are we putting the Nets right now?
2: Oh man, and Simmons is a wild card. Wild man. card. You know, he filed out tonight in like twelve minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, I honestly—I mean, I was one—I was—I was one that thought that he was actually a better fit with them than 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 Hardin. Um, yes, I do. I can, still believe it because you know, I think we, you'll see it starting opening night. They're going to put him on everybody's best defense uh, right. offensive player, and you'll see his impact there.
1: And, and that, help, that, helps shooting, KD that helps that helps Katie tremendously. That helps Katie
2: tremendously. Yeah. And they have a lot of shooting, man, with with, with Curry, yeah. Patty Mills, and Joe Harris. Yeah. And then KD himself is a shooter. Kyrie himself is a shooting threat.
1: Yeah. I think you got to put the Nets at the top four. Top four. All right. So we'll put Nets. So we'll go Bucks, Sixers, Celtics, Nets. Around there. Obviously, those things can move. Um, how about the Raptors? How about the Raptors? Somebody said today that the Raptors. I forgot who it was. One one of these analysts said that the Raptors could be a sleeper, and and we have some Raptors fans that watch this show, so they're definitely going to chime in in the comments. How about, about this? Ranking.
2: I think I think if you if you're going at, I mean, you're you're saying Raptors. That's f- the fifth spot. I think this is a or, spot or where it's in Miami. It's going to be between. Rap. uh well I, I don't know i don't have the raptors at five i think i think they'll go they'll take a little bit of a step back um but i think this five spot it, it's either miami or cleveland to
1: me or cleveland right miami or cleveland to me <sighs> wow Listen, this Yo, is a east tough is east. crazy bro. this is a tough damn east <laughs> i'm numbering these things like damn how many teams make the playoffs i'm like damn <laughs> hold on when we gonna get to us yeah right i'm like damn we forgot about that all right so out of respect i'll put miami five i'll put cleveland six solid and we didn't even get to toronto yet rookie of the year scotty barnes year two siakam now og now
2: you, we got six now Oof. Here's where the Knicks have potential.
1: Okay, I like that. I, I like that.
2: Well, this right? is plain because I'm looking at last season. The six seed last season were, were the Bulls, and I think the Bulls are going to take a major I think they're going to be trash.
1: Not trash. <laughs> Not trash. That I think that was a little too far. I jumped out the window. But I don't. I don't think. That, I never really felt like they were a legit top seed last year. Like even even when they're up there, I'm like. In the playoffs, they're going to be food in the playoffs. I, I just don't think that they just – they don't have it. I think you're you're asking for a big year from Patrick Williams. Daylon Terry off, you know, as a rookie, nice. I always like um, – um, what's Elmer Fudd's name? Um, What's his name with the ball head? Caruso. I'll always love the Caruso up for them. I just don't think they have enough bench depth to really make noise. I think they're top-heavy, DeRozan, Levine. Vucevic is, you know, he's all right. He's he's okay. He has his moments. But I think unless Patrick Williams takes a big leap, I don't see much from the Bulls. I, they don't scare me.
2: Yeah. And then, and then a big part of the, a big chunk of their salary cap is in a guy that it's can't, hasn't played. Right. Right. You know, Alonzo Ball. Alonzo. Who knows what his future is. So, you know, and then the draft picks that they gave up to get Vucevic. So even if you're looking at them potentially getting better, they don't have much, uh, um, you know, assets to immediately get better. So they're going to rely on their veterans, right. um, on Vucevic, on on DeRozan and on Levine. And as you mentioned, you know, not having Lonzo Ball, um, you know, they even had to sign Goran Dragic, who's at, you know, right. he's on, on the last Andre Drum. back of nine. Yeah. Andre Drummond, like these are the type of veterans they had to sign just to get some type of depth on their team. Um, and then you got it. You have to add. And then here's the thing. When you have a team with that doesn't have depth, CP, you know how much pressure is on your main guys to That's stay right. healthy. And then on an, on an so, aging DeRozan, an aging DeRozan, an aging uh, uh, Vucevic, you know, and, and remember, yeah. we talked about them. When uh, Corey Talibaut was on the show yeah. and I, you know, I talked about how yeah, it looks good now, but if this team they doesn't win, in. that window's going to close so fast and everyone's going to talk about, well, you know, that's why I, I I like that the Knicks didn't go there with, with the Rosen just because yeah. it's just the age thing.
1: They went all me. in on that team, bro. They went all they in. Went with all that
2: in. Team. And then, and then soon they're going to be stuck worse than, than so what people argue we, we are. So, um, <laughs> So I
1: think six, I mean, you wanna go. I said we said Cleveland six. So Cleveland six I put so Miami then... fifth Cleveland six, right? All all that can be, you know, interchangeable. So seventh, now you you're talking solid playing territory here. Cause playing is seven, eight, nine, ten. So you go you give the Raptors one. If you wanna put the Bulls in there, you wanna put the Knicks. I mean, who else? Let's put the I'm putting the Knicks. Who well, I mean, you think this you see this wizard team being better than us? I don't. Hell I don't no. I don't. Hornets, Hornets are cooked. I don't I think. Ho- Hornets I think haven't going, won a
2: preseason game. Not that that means
1: much, but I, they don't look good. I don't see anything from them. I think they're going, I, mean, I think hope, they're maybe, going for the Victor sweepstakes. They, they, I, think, I think Jordan's starting up the tank early. Oh man. They're going for Victor. Pistons, nice off season upgrades, obviously. I'm not impressed. I mean,
2: they had 23 wins. Pistons might be the Knicks last season. They might get to 37 and be right outside the play-in. Yeah, that's that's where they oh, might. Oh man, land. we
1: forgot about the Hawks. The who? <laughs> I like that. We gotta we gotta clip that up. We gotta clip that up. How about the Real Hawks? Dejounte, are you impressed? I don't. I don't think they're better than us, man. I don't think they're better than us either. I don't think that that that's not even hating. I don't think they're better than us. So we'll put the we'll put the Hawks in there. Okay. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Seven, eight, nine, ten. In whatever order. Playing.
2: That's why I there's no I don't see the Knicks at ten because the ten, you're looking at who? The the Hornets again? Yeah. You're looking at like, you're looking at one of those, maybe the, maybe that's that's where the Pistons come in if they surprise, right? Uh, but
1: Pacers, you know, all the B- Bulls, Pacers, maybe, maybe the that's the Bulls. Is, maybe, it's the Bulls. Like said, Pacers, is, maybe it's the Bulls. Like I said, Pacers' tank is very formidable. You know, once they get yeah. rid of Heel and Turner, one, once the Brody experiment in L.A. flops, and then LeBron gets desperate and then sends two draft picks out there for, for Turner and Heal. That Pacers tank is going to look very, very formidable. They're out of there. Mag-
2: the Magic have a lot of young talent, but they're, they're just not developed yet. For yeah, me to I don't think, think they, they turn they're, the corner yet. yet. Yeah. Uh, so the Magic are trending upward in terms of talent, um, but they have to put it together. I think Indiana's in search of more talent, so they're going to be tanking. Pistons are obviously looking to win. Maybe your boy Alec Burks hits a couple of clutch shots in the maybe fourth. Maybe Burks comes through for them. You know, maybe yeah. he comes through. You know, Noel. You know, his one. You know, his one game every ten games can come through on on, on his contributions. You yeah. never know. But it's I, I I see the Knicks around. I don't even know if you want to make the play in man. You, you they got to shoot for seven six, bro.
1: Yeah, ideally. A shoot for you know, it's like could a team like could a team like a Miami come back to the pack? yes, but their defense is so good. I think they can always rely on that. You know, their defense is so good, man. They're they're a popular pick as a team to take a step back. Yeah. I can see it Yes,
2: because, you know, Kyle Lowry's thirty-six years right. old and he didn't have a great year last no. year with them.
1: He looked very washed, every
2: bit of washed.
1: <laughs> I tried he tried to be nice. He looked very much washed.
2: He was very washed, and Oladipo, uh, he's already, you know, Oladipo's thirty already, and right. he, you know, he he just doesn't look like to be the Oladipo of the of the past. But maybe he can be good enough to be a contributor. I don't know, man. And Jimmy Butler's getting older too. You know, yeah, he's 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 thirty three. <sighs> My, I but I'll tell you this, Miami. You know, soon within next year to this the East is going to completely shift because yeah. you're seeing a lot of these teams. They're in, they're on their last legs in terms of their current core. Mm-hmm. I think the Bulls. You look at the Heat. You know, let's see with the Nets. You know, with mm-hmm. their guys. So mm-hmm. like, you know, in a year from now, you Could might see different. four or five teams look different. Flipped, and and the East totally flipped.
1: Big time, big time. So yeah, I I think I think we I think we're solid playing territory oh, solid playing that. territory what do you guys think in the chat what do you think the knicks finish this year i think i think it's realistic playing territory and that's why i say 42 you say 45 I, I think you know that's a good range right there a realistic range i mean if we go by
2: last season i mean i don't think the hornets but 42 doesn't even get us in yeah because the hornets were 10th place and they were 43 yeah yeah the Bucks. 60 last season with the Bulls, they have 46. 46.
1: Bucks, Sixers, Celtics, Nets, Miami, Cleveland, Toronto. Knicks. Knicks. Bulls, Hulls. Hawks. Hawks Bulls. Hawks, Bulls. Who cares? We're better. <laughs> and we play all those teams tough. We played the Bulls tough last year. Play the Hawks. Always play the Hawks. Tucks tough. The Raptors always play us tough. Yeah, Raptors always give us some work. Man, Miami always gives us that work. Except we, we did get them. <laughs> we did get them on that that um, that come from behind win in Miami, which was a good one. Obviously, the Cleveland games are going to be big. Nets always big. We played the Celtics tough. Sixers, we got one from them. But overall, they're a better team. Bucks better team. We got one from them. Yeah, I'd say playing, man. I say playing.
2: What's the one team in the East you look more forward to playing this season? Friday night Knicks, ESPN. What what, what team you want that to be? And what's the one team you want to like? You want to win the beat the the most in the whole East for whatever reason.
1: So uh, the Nets. Yeah, so it's always the Nets, man. That it's last game. Yeah, that last game at the Garden. There was way too many Nets fans in there, the whole Brooklyn brigade and all that. It's the Nets. Mm. Nets and Miami tied. I, I think they're tied. Nets of Miami tied. Um the game in the East I most look forward to. Does,
2: does, does Donovan Mitchell at all? I'm saying get a the nerve.
1: I'm looking at does the Cleveland he get a nerve one. at all. I'm looking at this paper, and I can't take you know, my eyes off of Cleveland. Garland, man. R.J. Yeah. Mitchell,
2: Knicks headlines. Yeah. You know,
1: I can't take my eyes off of Cleveland on this paper, man. I, I think that's it. You
2: know, you know it might be a little little new mini robbery yeah. brewing here in the East because we 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 always respected Donovan because he he was in the West. He was in Utah. We right. didn't care, right? But now it's a different story. Different so story. I don't think NIP fans care anymore about the whole home and you from here. Nah. We don't care about that no nah, more. Your to, Mets, we're trying Mets to win. got eliminated. Get out of here with
1: that. We're trying to win. And and we had we had some tough losses against Cleveland last year. The one yeah. the one where we have Rubio looking like Pistol Pete <laughs> at the at the garden.
2: And I mean it's it, it, just on on paper alone, it's gonna be a good matchup. I mean, they they're looked at as a potential contender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say so. What about you? Uh, You going Cleveland? Uh, The team I want to beat the most in the East for me, if everyone's healthy, is probably I'll I'll go Nets 1. I'll go Nets 1, Hawks 2, Cleveland 3.
1: Yeah, Hawks are up there as well.
2: Cause it's just always going to be. That
1: trait, that trade beef is real, man. And John Collins, you know, always showboating and whatnot. Yeah. That's it's, always it's, real,
2: man. We could say it's media hyped or whatever, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's gotten the hype that it needs. And with them getting DeJounte Murray and DeJounte Murray's personality, I could already see him buying into it and, and things happening on the court. So, and Julius is still here, him and John Collins and all that stuff. Yeah. And then with Jalen Brunson now, so the trash talk with it's the fans. Start. I could see Jalen Brunson, you know, quick, quick, yeah, on yeah. on Trey Young real quick, and, and that'll be some Twitter talk there. So I think it's just the engagement, also, just the fan engagement of that matchup. Um, I, I can't wait to see that matchup this season.
1: Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with that. Uh, let's take some more calls. Let me jump in there. Hang on, uh, Dark Horse, hang tight. I see Dark Horse on the Discord. Hang tight. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on the feed, boys. Let's get back to Rambo, man. Let's hear what Rambo got to say. Rambo, what's good?
8: Yo, man, i seen on the chat. Somebody said, man, I was up in Westchester with bad service, man. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm bad, nah, that, man. That was, that was our fault, man. That man. was our fault, bro. Nah, I already know, but you know you can't get rid of me that easy, yeah, man. I, I'm here. I'm here. I'm making more appearances than JD this season, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the plan. That was good. But um, real quick, cause I'm gonna touch on what y'all just what you was just talking about. See, y'all, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm looking at the standings, man. I like us anywhere from the fifth to the eighth seed. Woo. I like us to grab that fifth spot. Okay. I just, I, I just seen KD get blocked by Ant right now. <laughs> Appreciate the game. I, I don't feel confident in that. He looks like he's lost a touch. What You know what I'm saying? So I like us for the fifth seed. Okay. You know, like, honestly, the Hawks, they're not proven. Cleveland, so they're not proven. I mean, they look good on paper. They look real good on paper. I'm not going to lie, but they're not proven. So I, I like us even to sneak up there. There's only the the, four, the first four spots for me are, are cemented. The Heat, Celtics, Bucks, Sixers. But besides that, everything's open game right now. Everything. You see what Brunson looking like. I ah, like that. Okay. Rambo said, man, you know what? How many wins, Rambo? In Brunson. No, no, no. no, I ain't going to do all that. I ain't (laughs) going to do all that. I ain't going to do all that. I I, I don't got no win predictions. This this, isn't that. You said fifth seed. I I just got to see something. Huh? You said fifth seed, man. So how many wins if we get the fifth seed? All right. Hmm. Let me see. (laughs) See, I'm like, I'm, I'm in between. I'm still in between, like, that good. Twenty-two, to 50. like I don't want to say 50 burger. because I mean, they didn't hop on 50 burger, so I ain't hopping on it these. You don't want to get like, you don't want to be on the 50 Yo, listen,
1: man. L- listen to this but, guy, Rambo, man. Listen to this guy. He comes in, he's telling us, man up, we're, we're getting the fifth seed. And then he can't even put a win total on it. <laughs> His range is like 10 wins. Oh, 42 <laughs> to 50 out of 5
2: to 8 seed. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, wait,
1: wait, He's wait, all wait, over wait. the place, man. He, he He's coming to take credit whichever way it goes. At the end of the season, he's calling in telling you, I told you so. <laughs> Can't make it up, man. Shout out to Rambo, man. Shout out, shout out to Rambo. He, he's definitely going to be a, a top five caller of, of the year. No doubt about it. Thanks. No doubt about it, man. Uh, let's go to Benji from Manhattan. Benji, what's good?
3: Hey, what's up, CP? What's up, JD? Um... Just uh, super pumped! Uh, I think it was, you know it was great, great preseason. Uh, really encouraged by how cohesive. I think the 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 characteristic I would say just of, of these four games is just mm-hmm. cohesive. The team looks just in sync,
5: mm-hmm. with
3: the exception of the the Indiana game. You know, whatever we finished the game with with guys that probably wouldn't be finishing the game uh, mm-hmm. under normal circumstances. So um, I think overall everyone looks pretty solid. Uh, obviously, Fourney didn't have a great night tonight, but I thought his his floor game was good with rebounds and, uh, I think yeah. five rebounds, five assists, which yeah. is pretty rare for him. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, he was, he was deeing up Bradley Beal in that one play like in the third quarter. Um, mm-hmm. his defense is better than, than, than usual. Uh, probably the most negative thing from this preseason has been Cam Reddish, obviously. Um, don't know exactly the shooting numbers. Some, I think it's like, I don't know, six for 26 or something. It's pretty bad. Um, so I, I, He didn't really do himself any favors, but, uh, Grimes was super rusty tonight. Um, I like Hardenstein, man. Uh I think he's, uh, he gives us a a different look. I Uh I like his little flip shots in lane. Uh, that's not something we've really had from the center position. Mitch was unbelievable tonight. Um, with those offensive rebounds, pretty insane. Uh, just wish the game counted, obviously. Um, yeah, so I'm super I'm super encouraged, man. I'm feeling pretty I'm feeling pretty optimistic. I mean, it's a, it's a little tough to gauge cuz of who we played, you know. Mm-hmm. Indiana, Washington, um Detroit, not the best teams in the east. Teams that were were better than. Um I definitely I don't see Detroit I think that there's no way Detroit's winning 37 games, man. There's there's no there's no I I think they're they're a high high 20s, low 30s. Uh, they have some talent on that. They have some talent on that team. Um, Killian Hayes might be the worst player in the NBA. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's, he's like, he's like the only guy in the NBA with like a negative PR. Like he's, he's really, I know he's young, but he's, he's really been underwhelming. Yeah. Um, so I'm, yeah, I think you make a good point about the, about the rankings. It's hard to see where we, you know, which teams, whenever I say, Hey, we're a 48 one team to my friends, they say, Hey, which teams are we better than? So I understand that that train of thought. I just think we gotta wait and see. Let's let's not focus on the teams that we're better at. Let's just try to win as many games as we can. And, and I think I think with Brunson you're seeing the impact, um, how the team can move and you know, I noticed that the ball is getting out, off of rebounds, the ball is getting uh out in transition quicker. Hardenstein mm-hmm. throws a lot of kinda um those Kevin Love type passes up the court. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just seeing better uh, synchronicity with the, t- with just like how the ball is being handed off and moved yeah. and people are screening and rolling. It's just, it just, everything looked great, man. T- tonight was an example of just, we mean, the, the game was never in doubt. We were, win- we were up big,
5: mm-hmm.
9: you know,
3: whatever. They tied it briefly. Then we pulled ahead. We never really sweated it. We're a much better team than Washington. Um, i think I think we're good man um my last point is uh sorry i can't make the the, the event on yeah. wednesday look forward look look forward to linking up with you guys on friday uh i actually i sit in the seats uh the first row above the uh above the tunnel that the opposing team comes out of okay so i'll try to link up with you guys at the game um you know right where like Derek rose is on the bike yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I'll i try to catch up with you guys, but I'm super pumped. I think uh, this has been a great preseason. So you're going 48? In camp and... Oh, yeah. I'm staying with 48, man. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> test me. Don't, te- don't test me. I'll go to 52, man. Don't test <laughs> oh, me, man. I'm just <laughs> 52, man. Benji,
1: appreciate it, man. Definitely appreciate the call. So Benji's going 48, man. Okay. A lot of optimism tonight. A lot of optimism tonight.
2: It's preseason. That's 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 the beauty of 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 sports, man. That's you know every yeah. every uh, every every year when you're close to the opener, everybody's optimistic. Zero
1: zero man zero zero. Uh, you know, look on on his cam point. I always thought it was going to take a miracle for Cam to crack this rotation. Man, Cam, I don't. I just don't see it. You know, I don't see it.
2: Now I will say this. I know you said that, CP, but I really think he could have put a lot of pressure because like like you like like pay attention to how they they're managing Fournier. Now I know he played in the Eurobasket, uh-huh. but even tonight, right? Only 16 minutes, and 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 you know, they he didn't play a game. Uh-huh. So like they they were open to they were giving open. him the opportunity. Come on. Give us, yeah. you know, show us something. Let's see what you got. And he did not respond to it. There, there are little things on the court that you can say, but you know what the problem is? Like, for example, one of them, I, I don't think he has chemistry with with some of these players. I mm-hmm. definitely don't think he has chemistry for quickly, for quickly, example, yep. just th- there's just something off that. there.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, but here's the thing, though. It's like, he just doesn't, he, for me, I'm, I'm not going to give him all of the benefit of the doubt. Because when the inconsistency happens in too many games, it just becomes a long laundry list of things. And at some point, it's like I know you don't have chemistry with this player. I know you're you're standing on the corner, but I mean, Fournier moves a little bit. You know, he tries to get the ball. He tries to get some action. It's like I don't see Cam with that mindset. Um, and like I said. You know, in preseason, I just feel that there was some freedom for some players to be aggressive if they wanted to. Yeah. And he just seems a little bit lost on, I think he wants to impress Tibbs, he wants to impress the franchise, uh, but at the same time, he just doesn't have a feel right now for how to how it, to man. be effective. Um, And, and I, 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 you know, I mentioned this on SNY that Tibbs, which didn't get any publicity, yeah, uh, Zach Raziller from the New York Post Sports mm. had tweeted out, uh, I think on October 2nd, that Tibbs said that Gretich was not hitting shots in practice. Now, I thought that was surprising for a coach to say that because mm. at that point, the Knicks had not played a preseason game. So I'm thinking, like, why would you say that this player is not hitting shots? Mm. And, like, a preseason game hasn't started yet. Like, you, I would think, and then you haven't seen that so there, there must have been something to that. It tells me he's also been struggling in practice because Tibbs gave you a little bit of a hint. And we've also seen it transpire in the games, unfortunately for him. So I think at this point, CP, once you get to this point, it's really about now he, he needs an injury. He yeah. needs maybe somebody to really play bad. And then he has to make sure that when he gets his next opportunity. Can't look back. Can't look back, bro. Because otherwise, it, it's not only that I mean, we may not even be able to move him for anything.
1: <laughs> no, uh, not you know? at this, not at this point. Although not, I not do
2: think, I do think he has enough talent that somebody's gonna somebody will take a chance for him. I don't think this is like a Kevin Knox situation. Yeah, but it's like you know people are gonna watch that preseason film too. You know, so yeah, um, I it's 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 a roller coaster
1: with, with Cam Reddish right now. Yeah. Not looking too good, man. Cam Hive, not looking too good. All right, let's wrap it up with uh, with Dark Horse on the Discord. Dark Horse, what's going on? Hey, what's good, CP? Can you hear me? Yeah, good. Uh, I see Sam and King D's as well. But but, go ahead, Dark Horse. Let's go rapid fire. Hey, rapid fire. So I just wanted to
10: say, um, you know, I talked about us tanking last time, and yeah, Obi's already out. You know, this is what I was concerned about. We are deep, but Obi's already out. So I actually think this is. Uh, a good opportunity for Cam, but because uh, he could take like that four uh, some of the minutes yeah, of the that's four. That's
1: fair. That's fair.
10: But um, you know, low key. I think part of the problem with Cam, I'm starting to see it in the preseason, is I think he's like he kind of is like low key, kind of scared to make a mistake in front of Tibbs because it's his contract year. Coupled with I think there's, a – I used to think he has a high like basketball IQ. I think it's probably more so average. Sound like JR bad, but it's like it's not helping with the ball movement or like moving off ball. Um, so yeah, but I'm excited to see what he looks like. Um, I think we're overhyping the East a little bit. Mm -hmm. I I don't think anybody really got that much better except for like Atlanta, us, and the Cavs. Uh, Middleton's still out for the Bucks, he's gonna be out like for at least 10 15 games. Still, dude's looking like Kadarius Tony right now. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I don't, I don't really see it being like all that competitive. I think it's gonna be like, it's, it's kind of like a crapshoot. Like it's almost like the NFL, the East this year. It's like, and it can wins be the Giants the three and one. Yeah, you know how, I'm saying? how many like, wins? Surprise teams. Um, you, you but yeah, that's all. That's all I have to say. How many? wins? Hold, hold, hold on, man. Man. Oh, don't hold leave. Don't leave. Don't leave.
2: Don't
1: run after you say. How many? How many
10: wins? Um. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm really trying to go for one Banyama, but, like, if I'm being objective and more healthy, like, just because of what I said, like, I think we could probably do, like, 48. Like, enough for, like, a, like a not play in like, a fifth seed. Probably, like, 48. I think i will be enough for a fifth seed. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be, like, a lot of, like, uh, 47, 48, 49, like, 50. Like, the teams aren't going to be – it's not going to be, like, a great team or, like, a really, really bad team, except for, mm-hmm. like, I think it's going to be everyone's in the middle. Maybe some of the tanking teams will be bad, but okay, yeah, it's gonna be competitive,
1: all right. have a good weekend man he totally yeah, he, try, he, try. he totally avoided the question, bro, yeah, no he tried he tried to click, he yeah tried, yeah, <laughs> try to get out of it, yeah, he tried to again he's he's like Rambo trying to play it in the middle. We should tank the east isn't that good, but I still think we're gonna get forty eight wins. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> Well, you say you're gonna get 48.
2: That should tell you, even if we try to take, right. we're not gonna, we're be, not bad gonna be bad enough. How do you go from
1: 48 to like having 20 wins? Oh, man, you can't make it up, man. <laughs> we should be tanking. You guys overrated the East. And by the way, we gotta win 48 games and make the playoffs. Oh, man. Shout out to Dark Horse. Shout out to Dark Horse. Uh Sam, talk to us, man. Have happy Friday, man. How you feeling?
6: Um great. How are you guys doing tonight? Good,
1: man. What's going on?
6: Um uh, um look after this preseason, it's looking pretty good. Um I think we've all expected RJ Barrett to make a jump. I think what we didn't expect is for Mitchell Robinson to play this well. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that could be a major X factor in where we land. If mm. Mitchell Robinson continues on this track, I, I don't I don't know, man. We may be in for a treat. Now, I'm not saying that we're, we're playoff locks. We're, we're still a play team. Yeah. Um, by the way, my number is 45. Okay. My number is 45. Um, and we're going to be a play team, but if Mitchell Robinson really steps up, I don't know, man, that could be really dangerous for this team. I mean, I did some calculations already for the preseason. Yeah. Our pace is up by five points. Everyone knows that we were at mm. bottom three pace. Let's go with- with the past. Break it four down, games, Sam. Somebody in the chat called him Master Sam. Let's go, Sam. Let's break down <laughs> the numbers, man. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, these past four preseason yeah. games, we're top ten in pace. Mm. If, if we compare it to last season. And big mention, Julius Randle's usage percentage went down eight percent. That's mm. huge. We're down from twenty-eight percent to twenty-one percent. That's close That's to league nice. average. I like that one. Yeah. Stars get yeah. Stars get around twenty-eight percent. Usage percentage. I don't yeah. know, man. I got forty-five. I think we get eight, nine, seven if we're lucky. Okay. Great. Appreciate the call, man. Sam in the
1: Discord breaking out the numbers. Let's go. You're on an island that with forty-two CP. Yeah, you know, I I, I had to treat. <laughs> I have to treat it. I have to treat it. Look, it's just like this. I, I'm treating it like how. I treat the Giants, how I've treated the Giants over the last 10 years, oh boy. <laughs> how I treated it. Because remember those years we had Coughlin and Tiki in and I'm like, yo, this is, this is it. We're going to be so nice. We're going to be so nice. And they would be average at best. 8 and, you, and you, 8, you would, yeah, eight and eights. Nine. The 8 and 8s, the, oh, we need help. We need this to happen, this to happen, this to happen. And then maybe we could get in and make the playoffs. Every year was like that for like, you know, five years of that Coughlin era, right? When they were, when they were and we need this, we need this, we need this, and you just see. the said, years just, we won the Super Bowl, we nine and seven, right, right, <laughs> and, and like it would be like those years between like t- between twenty oh seven to eleven. It was those type of situations, yeah, and it's just like you going in, like okay, we're gonna be back at it. We're gonna be back at it
2: because you know, you know what the problem is with, um, and it, it's why Leon Rose is 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 you know, they, they they want a star. Is when we evaluate this roster, there's a lot of things to be excited about. The thing is, when you don't have a Giannis, don't have a Luca, right? You don't have a uh, a, a Joel and mm-hmm. a, a Kevin Durant. You know, though all those rosters are going to face adversity. They're going to face injuries, but if their main stars are healthy, these guys can carry a two week stretch of one, you know, one of your key role players being hurt. Yeah. What's going to happen when that happens to us? Can Jalen Brunson, if he's the guy that's healthy, can he do that? Right. So we don't have, I believe that type of player to help us in the moments that it's just going to happen where we run through these, this adversity moments, a few injuries, what happens when Mitch gets hurt? Like, The thing is, with this Knicks roster, everybody is critical. Mm -hmm. Everybody has Mm -hmm. to stay healthy. Everybody plays a specific role. So if you were to tell me that all these guys are going to be healthy, I feel pretty, pretty good about 45 wins. Yeah. But in your case, with the realistic possibility of a season, then, you know, 42 can definitely happen.
1: Yeah, that's just where I'm staying. I'm just staying with it, man. I, I... I want to be pleasantly surprised, like this Giants team right now. Four and it's one. It's better that way, right? Yeah, it's better that way. Four and one. I'm about to roll into the Meadowlands. With my shades on. My, my I got my, my my 1990. My 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 anniversary jacket. I'm I'm going in there styling and profiling like Rick Flair. Four and one going up against the Ravens. We got nothing to lose. I'm happy. I'm happy that the season isn't a complete wash after the first two games. That's what I like because I came into this Giants season thinking that they're gonna be absolutely horrendous. horrendous to to look at and they've been the complete opposite I've been pleasantly surprised and I'm happy right now that's why I want to be with the Knicks I just want to be happy man I don't want to say 50 wins and then they they underachieve and then I'm disappointed and miserable let me be pleasantly surprised that like when they made the fourth seed I didn't expect that I think I was along the lines of of Vegas right (laughs) what Vegas say 29 wins yeah I said, I might have said like thirty something. If I go back to those tapes, uh, let me be pleasantly surprised, and then and then ride the wave. That that's how I'm thinking, man.
2: Well, what do you think? Okay, you say in 42. Obviously, yeah. based on the fan reaction and fan predictions, that seems to be the low end, right? Yeah. What do you think is the peak, the high end of what this team could accomplish? So, if, if let's say, if I told you. This roster is going to be ninety percent healthy throughout the season. Like, uh-huh. or or forget health, just the peak of this roster. What do you What uh-huh. do you think that could be?
1: I say forty eight, but it depends. Ooh, it depends. So has some belief I, if if it's only okay. if that depends on if if RJ could could uh could break if he gets mm. to 23, 24 a game and he's that guy consistently i think they can get there i think I'll that lo- what, i think it, it
2: largely depends on rj cuz I, I already know what i'm getting from jalen and i actually right. think jalen might uptick a little bit in some of these these stats cuz i think he i think he's actually going to be an, an aggressive player i think his shots are going to go up on this team mm-hmm. um so then to me rj is the wild card when we talk about the Knicks hitting a ceiling. Right, right. You know, when we talk about the Knicks, what you know, can the Knicks overachieve or 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 get to that next level? I think RJ is the wild card to get them there because I just know what I'm going to get from Jalen. And to be honest, when it comes to Julius, I'm just in the middle. Yeah. I, I just feel like and you could see it too where I think I, I you could see throughout the season him naturally just going down into that third slot row. You know, like tonight, he only he only took 11 shots, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? In like almost 30 minutes. And we've seen some of that. So, you know, the focus for him is more about pace, pushing the ball, get, you know, passing the ball. Um, And I could see Jalen and RJ being, you know, the top two guys on yeah. this team. And I think that's how everybody wants it. I think this franchise realizes, I hope so, that that's the way it should be um this season. Yeah. So, you know, RJ's RJ holds a uh, you know, the cards to I think the Knicks reaching the potential because he's your draft pick. He's your homegrown player. And and let's be honest, he's your big he's he, you know, he's your hundred million dollar guy, um, you know, as he signed that extension. So he, no he needs to be a big part of
1: it. And it just seems like, you know, again, it's only preseasons early. I just don't know if Julius' three pointer is gonna come back, man. I was gonna
2: ask you that. If you are concerned about that aspect because, uh, I, I, you know, it's preseason, so yeah. you don't want to overreact. But I'm a little concerned about him he, he, Yeah, a three-point shot.
1: He doesn't he doesn't really seem like he's he, he's got it. Um, but RJ does, which, again, could be a plus. Manufacturing, you, you have another guy, a Grimes or a Fournier next to him. I like that. I'm not so sure about Julius, though. You know. Cause he's been taking some wide open ones. He's been bricking. <laughs> so, oh, we'll see, man. We'll see. But he's giving the ball up. I, you know, I got to give Julius credit. This preseason, I like how he's playing. Mm. I like his effort, like his hustle. Playing fine. He just doesn't seem like he, he's got that three ball back yet.
2: So we'll and, and and that, and that's gonna be see. That's gonna be key for this team. And and you see, my concern with him is him being able to play the way you want him to play as far as, you know, not being a ball stopper. But then the problem is if he does that but doesn't hit shots, it's going to, like, I guess cancel out. It's just yeah. not going to feel like he's actually impacting. Impacting. He has to make shots. Yeah. He has to make shots.
1: Uh, no, um, I'm with i I mean,
2: that. that goes for everyone, but specifically him. Because as you see he's going to get looks with Jalen. He's going to get looks. You know, and 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 all his looks may not be off Jalen assisting to him, but Jalen being on the floor, whether it's a couple passes, then he gets the ball, he is going to get open threes. And I think you're going to continue to see that because teams, when they start to scout you and they start to, you know, game plan, they're going to look at Jalen Brunson as a main guy for the Knicks yeah, because they're going to, to say... If he's on, everybody else around them is. So we got to make sure that the people around them, they beat us. Let's make Julian be, beat us from three. Yeah. And that's where Julian's going to have to counter and make his three-point shots. No no question
1: about it, man. Uh, let's close it out tonight with King Deej. King Deej on the Discord. Deej, what's good, bro? Yo,
4: CP, JD, what's good, man? Peace and love to the room, man. Absolutely. Yo, I just. I just want to say, like, obviously it's the preseason, so let's not get overly excited. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go right into what you guys are asking the record. I got them at 42-43 uh, wins. Mm-hmm. I think that puts us—I know there was, like, about four teams last year that was 50-plus. I still got those four teams. The, You know, I don't think it's the Celtics. I swapped the Celtics out. I, I think it's the Bucks, Sixers, Nets, and then maybe the Cavs or the Heat. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of those as a top four. When I got us in that in that six, seven, eight range. I, I think I think now that I watched all four games, and yes, they were all different in different ways, but the thing that I could see from the starting five is that Jalen Brunson and RJ Barrett, their efficiency, like RJ Barrett averaged 15 shots for these four games. Yeah. Shout out to Sam. He's you know, Sam is a stat guy. Mm-hmm. RJ Barrett, right now in his sleep, is averaging like twenty-two points. Yeah. So if he if that if that Sweet. monitor stays the same. And I, hopefully, I think that'll be the ascension for us. The real, the interesting question that I have, and I, again, shout out to y'all too. Like I said, I'm going to be in, I, I never miss opening night, four years in a row. So I'm going to be in Memphis, section 102. Let's go. Let's go. You know? So I'm going to be repping the black RJ jersey. But yeah. with that being well, don't said, Don't go man, to Memphis, I,
2: go to the 4040.
4: <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey, JD, 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 chill, chill, chill. <laughs> think something's got to stay silent, man. But with that being said, with that being said, man, I, th- I think this team, like Sam said, the offensive rating is much better. They're, ve- they're in the four games. Their uptick in, in pace is good. My, my biggest two questions for this season, mm-hmm. and it's still they get answered. Even though Evan played a good game, I'm still worried about this wing position. I, it's yeah. funny, we finally got a point guard, and now. We don't have that wing position. We're two pieces away from being a real a real threat in the east. But we need to solidify that 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 wing position. I don't know if that's wicked grinds. Uh, I mean, obviously everybody knows how they feel about Cam Reddish, but I think mm-hmm. that ship has sailed. Just looking long term. Mm-hmm. Evan Fournier can't guard me on a fast break. So like when I'm looking at the Jason Tatums and uh the, the Jalen Browns and DeMar DeRozans, when Middleton comes back, you got obviously got KD and Ben. Yeah. I'm just worried about how much that 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 goes towards RJ Barrett, you know what I mean? Oh, it so, will it will? Yeah. So with that being said, I, like Jalen Brunson was more than advertised. He's kind of the constant flow. Uh, Julius Randle, I know we how we feel about Julius, but in, from these four preseason games, he has he's 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 buying in. So until he goes ballistic, I gotta support the brother. And with that being said, man, I, I, you know I, I said it earlier on Twitter. It's, it's house money, man. If we lose then, hey, you get a top 10 pick in a, in a draft where there's top 14 players, top 15 maybe. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, if they win, then, then you know you you get to balance it out. I'm not really expecting too high or too low this season. Like you said, CP, I think you illustrated that perfectly. Just let the chips fall where they be, man. And uh, okay. with that being said, let, let's rock out, man. Let's enjoy the season. The best thing, the most important thing is how Jalen Brunson and RJ Barrett control this ship. Because I think how those How many wins, two, these. I got, I got 42, 42. 43, man. I, yeah. I got 42, 43. I'm stuck <laughs> on those two numbers, man. So peace and love yeah. to y'all. Enjoy the season, man.
1: King Deej with the closing call. And D said he's going to Memphis. Yeah, that's why we'll I had to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. He's going to the wrong go, place, but all right. I'm going to the
2: Memphis 40-40. i yeah. go to the New York one.
1: Yeah. No no judgment. You know, he's going to the wrong place, but okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to King Deej all right man the preseason is over with ladies and gentlemen you've heard it man you've, you've heard some win predictions and that this is it man what are you guys feeling final thoughts in the chat shout out to the replay gang leave some comments on this video on how you feeling as the preseason has come to a close Knicks finish three and one what are some of the signs you saw the positives the negatives what are you most looking forward to in the season leave, leave us some comments hit us up on twitter Let us know what you guys are thinking. As we head into Wednesday, a couple of things as far as the content. We'll wrap up our player expectations series. Um, Maybe Sunday, maybe Monday. Again, I'm going to the Giants game. We'll we'll see what type of condition I'm in Sunday night. You know, those early early games and those tailgates, man. You know, I'm getting older, JD. That's all I'm going to say. I'm getting older, man. So sometimes I don't got enough gas in the tank when I get home, man. You know what I'm saying? you know you're staring up at the ceiling next thing you know it's monday morning 6 a.m yeah, yeah. that's the, yeah. the, that type of time so we'll see we'll see well if you guys get the notification for sunday night it'll be sunday night if not we'll move it into monday we're gonna try to get a uh a memphis preview night going we'll, we'll get a memphis guest going i'm working on that on the back end so stay tuned on that we gotta we gotta preview the game and then Wednesday night, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the tri-state area and you want to watch the game, you got to come to 4040 Club in New York City, free to get in. We're going to watch the game. We're going to stream the show pregame, halftime, post-game. There will be prizes to give away. There will be special guests in the building. There will be special guests coming on to the show. Again, still working on that. We are still booking people hit me up cp i gotta be there i've said okay let's let's, we're we're planning things very nicely here it's gonna be a nice event and as i said the other day you know sometimes you go to the bar you go to the restaurant and you're watching the game but you don't get the play-by-play so you kind of you kind of miss that that feel now we're gonna we're we're pumping in the play-by-play and then we're going to do music during the commercial break. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So we're going to get the best of both worlds. Mm. We're still going to have a vibe. But when the game is on, it's game on. We're locked in. All right. Let's so we're going to have the game audio throughout the whole entire club. So no worries. All right. So don't feel like you're going to come there and be like, oh, I'm not really in my element. I'm not in the man cave with the game audio. Now we're going to have the game audio and then we're going to get to the vibes. Best of both worlds, man. So I'm hoping everybody can make it out. Go to betkftv.com to enter. And again, it's free 21 and up. It's not a family show that night. Don't show up with the, the kids. 21 and up. That's the vibe. And coming in your Knicks gear, you know. Come in your Knicks gear, your athletic gear, your Knicks fan TV gear. Hopefully you guys rock your Knicks fan TV snaps. And we'll we'll be in there heavy, man. It's going to be a great night. So uh, that is that. And also remember that this show is presented by manscape fellas go to manscape.com enter promo code kftv for 20% off plus free shipping and also remember that this show is available in audio podcast format man every podcast platform there is you can find nicks fan tv if you got an alexa tell alexa play nicks fan tv and she will obey your commands all right jd we out of here man great show as usual We'll check you guys uh, either Sunday or Monday. We'll see. Let's go, Giants. And let's go, Yankees, man. Cause they, you know, playoff baseball is so stressful, yeah. man. Oh it's so God. stressful, Bullies. man. My yeah. guy Judge is hitting golden sombreros out here. They're throwing them dirtball strikes. You know, the strike zone is wide as the Atlantic Ocean in the playoffs for these power hitters, man. Must win tomorrow. Must win it was a battle of the bullpens today, man. And, and you know, Cleveland's bullpen is ferocious, but our bullpen stepped up. They got a couple of blue pits, and that's how the playoffs goes, man. Just a couple of bang-bangs. So hopefully the Yankee backs can get back on track and, and get I, to I it, just
2: man. I just hate this type of base with a home run and that's it. Like, yeah. that's just what it yeah. is now. Yeah. It's like home run baseball. If if teams don't hit home runs, nobody scores. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. It's, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough, but they have to win tomorrow or it's going to it's going to get pretty ugly. Pressure. Because it's pressure. a it's a five
1: out of three. It's a short series. That's the five. And that's where your pitching's gotta come in, man. Cleveland's bullpen was they were painting the they was painting the zone. But I and like you I said want, I, you,
2: you yep. wanna win tomorrow because game four is gonna be Garrett Cole. So you want that opportunity right. to, to, for that game to be the closeout game, not right. the game to you know get you to survive to five so yeah that's why they have to win tomorrow
1: and you don't want to put no pressure on him because i still don't think he can handle it here so we'll see <laughs> we'll see you, you know what i'm saying yeah we'll see yeah. man that's life of the Yankees fans we'll see we'll, we'll definitely see man but anyway we out of here Bleeple. hit that thumbs up button for you boys one last time next fan tv